Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Jesse here.、Uh, it's evening time here in Italy, the 14th of September. Jervie's、uh, putting Cornelius to bed, grabbing a moment myself here just to finally uh, get uh, talking about the most recent update that we have put out、uh, through our、uh, email updates that go out about every 10 days. The title of this one was and is uh, Freedom, uh, the idea of freedom. And so we'll begin today's、uh, update just with a short exhortation coming from the Gospel of John, chapter 8. It says this So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free.、Uh, the truth of the gospel does set free. That's the beautiful thing about, about the reality of the gospel. It sets free. Uh, people who are slaves to sin, slaves to the enemy, slaves to death and fears, it sets them free because they know they've been purchased by Jesus Christ. He died on their behalf、uh, and made a way for them to actually know real freedom, even in this lifetime.、Uh, wonderful, wonderful reality.、Uh, freedom. Uh, so it's important to note here in this verse、uh, that the truth Jesus is referring to is the truth of himself. The Word, the Word made flesh, Jesus Himself, and the Gospel. One who is confronted with God's Word soon discovers that he or she is in a desperate situation before the holy and loving God who executes justice upon sinners.、Uh, he or she is under God's wrath. That's the bad news.、Uh, and in light of that reality, the good news becomes truly good news.、Uh, one who abides, as we read here, abides in God's Word, that person has turned from sin. He's repented and he's trusted in Jesus Christ alone for forgiveness and salvation. That is the person who abides in the Word of God. He's trusting in the truth of the Word, the promise of the Word of God, that those who confess their sins, turn from them, embrace Jesus Christ, trust in Him and what He's done,、uh, they're saved and they're, they're abiding in that Word. And then on a daily basis, they're abiding in the Word of God because it's food for the soul. They can't live apart from the Word of God.、Uh, and that's a strong statement there because the reality, some people actually think, I Italy, they're all Christians, you know, they really are. Well, none of them know anything about the Bible at all. They never read it, they've never picked it up. Even if you say they are Christians, the fact that they've never read the Bible and they don't kind of proves otherwise because real Christians are dependent on the Word of God. They need it. They, they, it's like food for the soul. They have to be reading it daily. Uh, uh, so, anyway,、um, yeah, he or she, the person who is、uh, set free by the gospel, Uh, is, is free from the burden of sin and death.、Uh, he's dead to sin and he's alive to Christ. We see that in Romans 6 very clearly.、Uh, he is saved and he's free, also free in this sense, to know Jesus and to abide in his everlasting word, the living word. Amen. This is good news. It really is.、Uh, but part of the good news is the bad news.、Um, and as we'll show you here in a moment, we're actually putting out a track now. I will talk about that in a second.、Uh, about liberty, about freedom, that idea. And we're doing that because of the reality that people are not free、uh, walking around. And even the idea of free will, unbiblical. It's not in the Bible the idea of what most people think of free will. 
Yes, we have free will in the sense we make choices. We decide to use this color pencil or that one. We decide what we do with our days. Um, but always this, the free will that we experience is underneath God's sovereign umbrella. He's the only one who is truly free. We can't uh, go go out of, we're not sovereign. God alone is the sovereign one. Uh, so no one is actually free. We're all slaves in some degree. And uh, we're, we're putting out this track to, uh, to t- reach those people and make that reality a little more clear to everybody. Uh, so that the gospel can be good news uh, to those who want to be free. Um, anyway, freedom is the title of the, the update today. There's a short picture, or a, a short, yeah, not a short picture, but there's a picture at the beginning, uh, the top of the message, showing a couple photos of Venezia, uh, Venice, Italy, uh, the real Venice, the one in Italy, uh, where we're living and serving the Lord right now. And uh, this is a poster that we're, we're now getting printed. It's actually at the print shop now being done. And uh, this is for folks back in the U.S. who uh, uh, want to give a copy of this poster to their church or, or to their small group, something like that, or even have one personally. Uh, it just shares some of the opportunities to serve. It reminds everybody that Italy is an unreached people group of 60 million people. That's the truth. 60 million people unreached because they're less than 1%. Anything less than 2% is unreached. They're less than 1% in Italy. A lot of lost people uh, that need to hear the gospel. Uh, so it reminds everybody this poster about those realities of Italy, and then also a few opportunities, ways to get involved and serve with a short-term cohort, becoming a missionary intern, or getting involved in long-term missions, uh, and then even the idea of how our academia fits into all those areas. Uh, when you come to the field in Italy and you help serve, you become a part of also the academia. Uh, so uh, if you want to copy that poster, shoot us an email, let us know, and uh, we'll be sure to get one also in your hands, for either for you or to get it to uh, your friends or to your church body or your pastors, something like that. Uh, so in this update, what do we have else? Uh, we have uh, yeah, a picture of a track also, the one we're putting out about freedom, liberty. We have a picture of some friends that we met, uh, that met one of our board members uh, actually in Israel when they were both happened to be traveling there, got to become friends. Uh, and uh, these guys also met with us when they were here in Italy and we're discussing things uh, for partnering in the future and being helping to make an impact uh, together here in Italy, uh, them joining in on what we're doing here. Uh, so we'll share about that briefly. Uh, praise and prayer requests. What can we say? That's the next section here. Uh, first thing to pray for. This is a reminder of these updates, the, even the audio updates, uh, are ways for us to uh, let you know what's going on in more specific detail here a little bit. And then as you feel led, to join in and pray for these things. Uh, so one thing to pray about that we're telling you now is the idea of our track distributions. We go from house to house, leave them in mailboxes. Uh, apartment complexes, coffee bars, gelato stores, laundromats, uh, you name it, anywhere we can, we, we leave flyers. And the one we're leaving out, leaving out now is simply the word freedom, libertà. And then just a couple random questions uh, to get people thinking a little bit, get them reasoning. Am I free? Am I not? How do I know I'm free? Uh, these kinds of ideas. And then uh, a way for them to engage with us also if they're curious, if they want to know who we are, what we're talking about. Uh, and the idea behind this one, the first track we put out, is very similar, was called Truth, Verita. Now it's Liberty. They kind of connect a little bit. Uh, as Jesus teaches us, the truth sets you free. Uh, the truth for a lot of people is bad news. Uh, and part of the gospel truth is you need to know the bad news. And then freedom comes from knowing the bad news, knowing you can't earn your salvation, but knowing Christ died for you when you were his enemy, when you were a sinner. And you can be set free. The good news comes through that. So our prayer uh, request, if you could pray with us, is ask the Lord Jesus to bless this distribution of these flyers. Uh, that hearts would truly be stirred uh, to reach out to us because we put the ball in their court when we do it. 
Uh, their hearts will be stirred to reach out, contact us, and, and get more conversations going. So pray for that, that God bless it, uh, giving us more people uh, to talk to, new contacts. Um, and then pray the Lord bless it to have people see they're not free, uh, and they do need to be free. They desire that because it's part of how they were made to be free, in a sense, uh, uh, under God's sovereign rule. Uh, there's great freedom there when we accept Christ as our Lord. Uh, and it's a deception to think you're free apart from Christ. Uh, so pray for the Lord to move in those kind of ways. And then even for open doors while we are out and about distributing them. Uh, wonderful conversations can happen if the Lord opens the door. And we're walking around, handing them out, and we get to striking up conversations with people, relating with them, getting to know what they're about, what their life is about, and then getting this topic to open up and unfold before their eyes and they see the beauty of the gospel. Uh, so if you could, pray for this track uh, to be blessed and that we can see people get saved through it as we're now distributing it here in Mestre, Italy. Uh, that's our first prayer request. Our second one, and there's only two today, is uh, this couple that we met in uh, that we met with here. So uh, we had the privilege, it says in the update, to meet with two pastors, Rodney and Steve, uh, and their wives, Sarah and Tina, from Grace Life Church in North Carolina. Uh, there's a photo of them there. Wonderful folks. We got uh, they invited us out to Venice where they were vacationing. So we got on the, the the bus, went down in, walked over all the bridges, wait, worked our way through the wandering. Uh, beautiful streets of Venice, found their hotel, met up with them, and then we went out to dinner. They treated us wonderful, wonderful folks, really great. And we enjoyed an evening together, wonderful conversation, me, Jerry V, Cornelius, and, and these four wonderful folks. Uh, and we just talked. We talked about uh, their church, what's going on there, how uh, the Lord is using them. We talked about the realities of Italy and, and our experiences here so far and what the Lord is doing in our midst at the moment. Uh, as we serve him by evangelizing and making his disciples uh, for the efforts of church planning. So wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, and the way you can pray is they're considering to partner in with PMC, the mission, uh, to uh, either uh, be involved financially, prayerfully, uh, to be involved sending perhaps short-term missionaries, um, perhaps missionary interns or even long-term missionaries, and even the idea of coming to uh, teach in the future as the church body takes form, uh, to come offer either join in on leadership training or uh, do a teaching series or something like that or even a, uh, an event where we uh, do some, they're really good with apologetics and uh, defending the faith and having uh, uh, helping people to reason better ideas like that so uh, ultimately we don't want them to come just because we want them to come we would want them to come because that's the Lord's will for them he would want them to come uh, so what they need to do is pray and decide what does the Lord want us to do now that we're aware of this and we know Jesse and Jerry and PMC a little bit uh, what would the Lord have us do? So pray for them that they would know the Lord's leading clearly, have clear convictions in their heart, and that whatever the Lord wants them to do, they would do, whether it be stay away from those guys or join in with those guys or start out little by little and see how it goes. Whatever it is, pray for them, for these guys, uh, Rodney, Steve, the two pastors and their wives and the others involved in the leadership in the church, just for the Lord's leading and guiding there. Uh, we definitely want help here in Italy. We definitely need help here in Italy. Uh, Italy is an overwhelming amount of work to be done here. There's so many people to be reached. Uh, the more people that can join in and help, definitely the better. So those are our prayer requests today. Pray for the distributions, the open doors, uh, people to get saved through this next track. Uh, pray for also this uh, these folks here uh, to have uh, a clear conviction of what the Lord would have them do now that they're aware of what they are aware of uh, in regards to what we're doing here. Uh, other opportunities are listed on here. Same old stuff, actually. Uh, yeah, Teaching English is an option. Uh, someone reached out to us recently about that. They want to know more. That's great. 
definitely reach out to us if you're interested in that. We're hoping uh, it's a little late now to get something going with help for, from outsiders uh, for this fall, but perhaps this spring would be a time where you could come and live in Italy for two, three months with us, work together, and uh, be involved as one of our primary English teachers uh, to get small groups of conversational English happening so we can bless the city, bless the people, get to know them, and also have open doors then, Lord willing, to also get the gospel into their hearts and minds. Uh, and see Lord, the Lord save people. Uh, uh, so pray about those opportunities. They're always there, and there's new ones always coming. Uh, what else is on here? That's that's really it for today. We had uh, the exhortation, the two prayer requests. The last thing I'll throw out there in the next uh, couple minutes is just an update. There was one couple who has been with us, joining us on Wednesdays for prayer, joining us on Sunday for worship, uh, opening up their lives to us as we opened our, our home and our life to them. Uh, they were making progress. Their marriage is totally going south bad uh there was adultery there was uh um uh, people not wanting to stay in the marriage anymore no interest and then there was a confrontation sin was revealed uh confessions were made weeping happened change of heart seeing with new eyes people moving forward growing together as brother and sister in christ now wonderful thing Uh, the lord used us to save their marriage uh and unfortunately I don't think they heeded our advice. They made some bad decisions and uh, the one spouse was unable to really forgive now and, and still can't get over what happened in the past. And uh, then the other one said, you know, I thought you were a Christian, but I don't see it. And now they're, they're at attention again and they've separated, going through an issues and we don't know all the details anymore. They're, they're distancing themselves, going through a really hard time. So we mentioned that so you can pray for those folks. If you remember who they were, we mentioned their names in the previous episodes. Uh, but they definitely need your prayer. And on top of that, there's also an issue with uh, with the husband who, uh, when we met him, was no, not part of a church but claiming to be saved. And um, we had hoped for the best that, yeah, maybe there's a good reason he's not in church because there, there really aren't many or any sound churches around here. And he did mention he likes one guy named Paul Washer, and he's sound, good doctrine, good preacher. Uh, and he, so we thought, okay, this guy really does want and appreciate sound doctrine. Turns out, uh, in, in, when you read Second Timothy, uh, Paul, towards the end, his final letter before he dies, writing to Timothy, he warns about folks who will come into the church, infiltrate it, uh, because there are people, a lot of them, he said, that want their ears tickled. They want to hear nice things about God. They want to hear that everything is well between them and God, and God wants them to be prosperous, rich, healthy, these kinds of things. Uh, and, and then there's other people that are coming into the churches to do just that, to tickle their ears, uh, to find satisfaction in their life. They create a group of followers that want their ears tickled. They tickle them. They feel good because they're helping people out. They're tickling their ears. And everybody's really in a bad situation. And uh, Paul warns Timothy in those verses in chapter 4 of Second Timothy that they no longer endure sound doctrine. Doctrine, we don't like that. It's all about love and feeling good and tell me what I want to hear. Tell me only good stuff. And because they don't endure sound doctrine anymore, they go on to nonsense like that, unbiblical practices. And it seems this guy uh, created for himself uh, on the on the social networks his own group, perhaps for years now. Uh, calling it a, a, the Christian Synagogue is the name he called his little group. And he, has a, he gathered for himself a group of followers, people that love everything he says, and so it seems this is one of those guys that we read about in Second Timothy 4. So apart from the marriage problems, severe stuff, and he also finds himself, it seems to be super spiritual. Kind of like uh, when Paul had to confront the Corinthians, he said those super apostles, he was being sarcastic, who want to lead you guys astray. 
acting like they're all spiritual, but they're actually quite carnal. Uh, in any case, he, he feels super spiritual. I think he fancies himself to be a like a rabbi or something like this, and he's got his own group of followers. And we observed uh, what he's posting and what he's saying, and it's all Bible verses totally out of context and manipulating them to his own ideas that are unbiblical. And we're like, whoa, this is really bad. He's He's actually... It seems he's gathered for himself a group of people who want their ears tickled, and he tickles their ears, telling them false stuff, using the Bible, And uh, but he doesn't like sound doctrine. He doesn't endure the sound doctrine anymore. And we're like, wow, this is actually really bad. We can't, we can't really be friends with him and support what he's doing, and uh, that's not good. Uh, so that's kind of, a, in a nutshell, the situation, what happened there. Uh, but it's still, we, we have compassion for them. We care about them. We pray for them. We hope they'll come to their senses. We hope that... Uh, They'll, they'll see the wrongness of their ways that uh, uh, super spiritual as this man may think he is. He wasn't able to lead his wife towards the things of the Lord. Uh, he wasn't able to lead his kids in the things of the Lord. Uh, his wife was unfaithful for a number of years. Uh, bad stuff going on. And, and perhaps he needs to realize, you know, he's been led astray. What he, he thought he's been Christian, but he's actually not. And he needs to, needs to realize that and come to terms with that. Repent, get saved, and, and begin serving the Lord really. Uh, uh, so I'll... A lot going on there, but it breaks our heart. It really does. And we invite you to pray for those folks also, uh, that the Lord open their eyes, that they see the, their ways. Because there is they've, they've been exposed to the gospel. They've been exposed to the good news by spending a few months with us. And they had a great time with us. They love being with us. Uh, but they're being pulled different directions, wrong, being led astray. And these are some of the realities on the mission field. This kind of stuff happens all too often, unfortunately, when there's so little of the sound good stuff out there. Uh, people grab onto all kinds of nonsense. And then there's spiritual warfare. People are twisted, led astray, all kinds of things to keep churches from taking off. Um, so remember them in your prayers. Pray for them as we are. And you never know. Maybe down the road uh, they'll come to their senses. The, their marriage will get restored if it's not too late already. And uh, they'll also reject uh, their false teachings uh, and leading people astray. Repent of that and uh, and submit to sound doctrine and, and have a new hunger for the th- good theology uh, because we can't, you know, uh, a typical thing when people tickle ears or get their ears tickled, a uh, common saying I notice that people have is they say, uh, theology and doctrine, those things are not important. What's important is love. That's what's important. The problem with that statement is God says doctrine is important. And and the, the Word of God teaches us demons create false doctrines. Uh, so to love, we really can't love unless we know the God of the Bible, who is love and pours love into our hearts. Uh Love is very superficial. Everybody talks about love. Uh, but real love we learn from God. We learn from scriptures. But to, to understand the love of God, we need to know who God is. That's doctrine. That's theology. We learn that from the Word of God, systematically studying, understanding God throughout all of scripture. Uh, and we need to understand mankind. Uh, who are we? How can we love each other? How does that work? We need to, That's called the doctrine of man. We need to understand our makeup, what we are as people made in the image of God, but fallen and depraved. Uh, and we need to understand the gospel. Uh, uh, love, uh, people can say love, you always got to be nice and kind. But sometimes love requires uh, uh, being a bit bold and being a bit direct. Uh, because otherwise you don't get people's attention and they go and hurt themselves. Uh, there's a lot of different avenues to love. Sometimes love needs to be tough. Sometimes love is soft and tender, listening. Sometimes love needs courage and boldness and willing to stand up for things. Uh, there's a lot of facets to, to, to the idea of love. But if you say doctrine and theology is not important, love is, and that's the common saying with those who tickle ears or want their ears tickled, 
That's a bad statement. That's not good logic because uh, to love best, you need to understand who God is, who man is, what love is. We learn those things from Scripture, from sound doctrine. Uh, so they do. They go hand in hand. Uh, anyway, I'll stop there today. Uh, I gave you a little bit of feedback on uh, what's going on here in Italy. We're, apart from that, yeah, that couple, pray for them. The track distributions, pray for them. We're continuing, like always, evangelism. There's more people out there hungry for the truth. We need to find them. Pray the Lord lead us to them. Pray the Lord lead them to us. Uh, and we're continuing on in all the regular ministry stuff now that summer's over and we're back into the into to the swing of full-time uh, evangelism and, and making disciples. Uh, and then pray also for that the, those folks in that church in North Carolina, Grace Life, uh, that the Lord lead them. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Love you. God bless you. And uh, hope to see you soon. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.